Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Retro Rewind. This week, it's Super Monkey Ball! And with me to discuss Super Monkey Ball is the inevitable Craig. Uh-uh. Ah-ah. <laughs> I, I see you know the magic words, sir. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, just really quick, getting the stats out of the way. Super Monkey Ball 2 which that is the version we're playing, was released on the GameCube in North America was August of 2002. And then for Craig, it was March of 2003. So he had to wait a little bit to get this. But oh, yeah. I would As say always. it's worth the wait. Yeah, yeah, as. So in case you don't know, uh, Super Monkey Ball originally was an arcade cabinet. And if you've ever seen it, Craig, I've never seen one in person, but the, it was just a single joystick. And it was a banana. It sounds like the most appealing cabinet ever. Like, if there was a cabinet anywhere with a banana pointing out of it, you'd instantly want to grab it, wouldn't you? Oh, it was... was, I've always wanted to try this in the arcade, because I don't know how that would feel with an arcade stick, actually. Might be a little weird. So, it was then ported to the GameCube, where it was a pretty good success. Uh, That's where I first tried it. I imagine you as well, Craig? Yeah, yeah, same GameCube. And the cool thing about Monkey Ball was they... they Okay, well, let's explain Monkey Ball for the listeners. So you're a monkey in a ball. Might not have got that from the title, but that's what happens. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever played one of those games where you have like a little labyrinth maze and you've got to tilt the maze to get the ball to the end, you know, where you tilt the whole playing field to get the ball to the end? Think Crystal Maze... There you think Crystal Maze. Um, yeah. Except it's in gorgeous 3D and it has that Sega charm to it. This was done by Amusement Vision in you know cooperation with Sega. Uh, and in case you don't know them, they also did F0GX on the GameCube, which is mind-blowingly good. But it has all that Sega arcadey charm to it where it's very quick, you can just get into it, start playing. And so the sequel. And the reason why we're not doing Super Monkey Ball 1 is the second one added a story mode with, I would say, probably um, a Shakespearean story. Craig, I mean, do, do you think the story it's, is classic? It's up there with the greats. Um, really, as I'm Let's blown away. Say, if, I think... if Super Monkey Ball was out in the time of Dickens, nobody would have cared about Dickens. No. No one, no one gives a dickens when Monkey Ball's about. <laughs> and so, a story mode is basically, we've laid out all these worlds, go through them in order. And if you don't feel like that, you don't want to sit through those amazing Poyo Poyo Tetris level cutscenes, then there mm-hmm. is just challenge mode, which, if you want to play on the beginner level, it's 10 stages, and then advanced is 30, and then master is something I'll never do, because I can barely finish advanced if I sit here all day. <laughs> so Craig, which did you play? Which? Did you play story mode? Did you play just the oh, the arcade sorry, mode? Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was about to say which I obviously played Super Monkey Ball too because that's what you told me to play. <laughs> I played the story mode through till uh, the fifth world, I believe. Just yeah, after that's the whale. And then I played a few of the the party games, so like Super Monkey Ball Fly. No, don't talk about them. Don't talk about them yet. Don't oh, talk sorry, about them yet. Sorry, 
<laughs> it's a surprise. I'm sorry, I was just choking there. There was a fly. There's a fly in the room, and it, it flew <laughs> past me. And, oh, and nobody's gonna gone, notice that save. There. Good save, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. I still have save data from when I first bought the game way back in 2002. So I had it cleared, but I started from the beginning. I made it to about world six before I was like, all right, enough of this. Let's play some arcade mode. And Craig, uh, would you say it's fairly forgiving in the beginning? Like you can hand this to a kid and they'd be fine with it. I did hand this to a kid. Oh my. And she was fine with it. So I, Booted it up, got it working, played the first level, which is one of your typical run straight towards the goals. You don't need to do anything. Did that and things were fine. Handed it over to Amelie. She made it through the first world, most of the second world, into the third world before right. she started saying, Daddy, can you help with this level? <laughs> Daddy, can you help with this? And it became more and more daddy can you help with this daddy this game is rubbish daddy <laughs> i don't want to play us anymore daddy why are you making me play this the di- <laughs> the difficulty curve it seemed for a child went shooting way up into the sky fairly quickly because even i even felt it because i went back and i played some of the world one levels they've, they've got beveled edges and you just need to roll your way through it yeah give it 15 20 minutes of playtime and you are teetering on the edge of success <laughs> oh, every yeah. single moment you're just like it's a perfect balancing game it's not a terrible thing because it would be it would be awful if it was easy all the way through i just think yeah that the, there's a there's a point where the kid switched off I, yeah and i i would say Anybody could get through the beginner levels without a problem. Yeah. It's very simple, Om- almost insultingly simple. One, it's not really until you hit advanced where there are some wicked stages. Yeah, like I have sat for hours at a time trying to get through the advanced set, still not being able to make it. Now, granted, I'm not Super Monkey Ball Guru, but wow, some of these suckers get hard. Yeah. Some of them get hard. Some of them get needlessly hard. Like, I would rather spend ages balancing my way along a tiny wee spaghetti teeter-totter of a level than one level in the fourth world. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, But it's got one of those kind of... Okay, I might cut this slightly just because I'm going to describe it and Dave will come up with what it is. I have have the game open. You said level four? Okay. World, uh, four? world four. And maybe go, the, you get the four levels, then three levels. Maybe on the left somewhere, there's one and it's the plink, plinko, plonko, plinky, plinky. I can't remember, oh. but it's, it's the, all of the exits are bouncing about the level and they all drop through slots. Yeah, yeah, and, I know that one. <laughs> oh my holy oh my oh my goodness right i can deal with skill levels but see that that was just awful it's it's the fourth of the fifth world dave and it's plinky plonky flinky flonker i I don't know what it's called i well i you know to be honest i like plinky plonk flinky flonk uh i like that name a lot i say we go with it Mm -hmm. um 
Hold on. Yeah, I'm bringing it up now. Let me see if I can find it real quick. While I'm doing this, folks, uh, here's a funny little thing I learned about Super Monkey Ball. Now, this game could be incredibly frustrating if you didn't have a good controller to play with. Now, now, Craig, you said you played with a um, with a DualShock Four, right? Yes, yeah, so because you were emulating. Yep, I I played with the with the GameCube joystick, and so do you have a lot of, let's say, experience with the GameCube joystick? Yes, yes, and this and many other games. It's I... called coin slots, by the way. Oh, coin slots! Yes, coin slots. God damn you, coin slots! <laughs> it turns um, out that there's seven in a row, and the first, the one closest to you goes the fastest. The further away you get, the slower they are. But of course, the time is ticking down. Yes. Like, oh my goodness! It's 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 a delicate balance of do I do it quickly or do I do it slowly but rightly? And it's just now for me, the harrowing. world four sticklers is inside a whale is the name of the world, mm-hmm. but the place is launchers. I hate that level so much. It's the one where there's kind of a very conical building in the middle, and you've got to hit those launchers and shoot up the side. Oh, and you have to yes. go. I hate Game. that level. I got that first time. <laughs> I sat here for like a half hour trying to get that <laughs> stupid level. I saw it. I saw it, and I thought, oh, no, this is where I end. And I, <laughs> I just went into it, and just I don't know how I managed it, but I just got it. Hey. Don't question the good stuff, man. No, but anyway, no, oh, not. back to my previous point about the joystick. I personally love the GameCube joystick. Like, mm-hmm. one oh, of yeah. my favorite yeah. joysticks. And this was, uh, I can't remember where I saw it. Maybe it was on Did You Know, that YouTube channel. But evidently, during the time when this was really popular, well, really popular for a game. Let's say it wasn't a cultural phenomenon or anything. But uh, they actually used to have laparoscopic surgeons play this before they did surgery. And it turned out that playing this actually helped with their hand-eye coordination. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I would think it's kind of cool when they use things like that. But... Yeah. What's what's a laparoscopic surgeon? Uh, laparoscopic is where they operate with the camera. So, you know, they feed that tube in and they have okay, to move the yeah. camera. Yep. That's what laparoscopic is. Mm. Uh, now, let us say you're getting a little tired of playing launchers and you're tired of shooting up this thing and falling off the edge yep. and just... Uh, there is a wonderful thing in these games where there's just a giant collection of mini games, right? Beautifully giant collection of mini games. Oh, so good! Like to the point where if I bought it and it was just mini games, I might be okay with it. Mm-hmm. So, Craig, do you happen to have a favorite mini game? Well, Dave mentioned a couple of times now. And you've scalded me a couple of times yes. for mentioning the flying mini game. Monkey Target, far the most satisfying <laughs> mini game. It's a game in itself. If if it was only that, I might actually still be happy because it's there's just something. Well, why don't you explain we, what we Monkey did, Target is, Craig? We did pilot wings a couple of weeks ago where uh, one of them was the wing glider, the hang glider, and you had to glide your way down to the target. And it was all mode seven and horrific to play. And you couldn't <laughs> tell what was where. Monkey target is basically launching yourself off of a um, ski slope or 
whatever thingamabobber it's called, a thing that flings you into the air. And then your capsule that your monkey is in, I was I-I every single time. Oh, no, it's all about gun-gun. So you're you're floating up in the air, you pop your capsule open, it turns into a glider, and you glide to success. And I think it really, really, really was really good. It's um, really good. Yeah. Like, I, it's, I, all, all of these retro rewind games, we say we'll play an hour, we'll play two hours, we'll, we'll try and finish it if it's, if it's a game that's, we can finish. This has been my most favoritest thing in the world ever was just going back to that and playing bloody. Does this Trump, Trump wild guns, Craig? For me, yeah, a hundred percent because. Oh, honestly, it's just the bit that as soon as I started doing that, and like Laura was watching me, it was like, as soon as I started doing that, it was like, my goodness, this is flipping <laughs> It's flipping amazing. Now, back when I was a, a teenager, let's see, 2002, mm-hmm. I was, let's see, wait, let me do some math here. I was 17, so I was still living at home. My parents don't play video games very much. Only when, you know, they wanted to spend time with me that they really play video games, which was yep. absolutely fine. And um but Super Monkey Ball was a hot ticket item in our house for a long time. Like we would have bowling because I prefer monkey bowling. I love monkey bowling. And um uh, if, if you don't if if you have trouble picture, uh think Tekken Bowl, if you're familiar with that. It's basically the same thing. But yeah, we had like two, three hour long monkey bowling target fests. And even now, like there's a reason why I keep my Wii out. And if it's not WarioWare, it's generally monkey target pretty much. Yeah. I mean, me and the wife will still play monkey bowling every now and again. And these mini games are fantastic. Now there are some duds. Did you try other ones? Um, I went through a couple. I, could, I didn't find any duds, but I think I cherry-picked them from memory, from goodness. But I have a very interesting aside. Can I can I go down my aside? You may. You may. Okay, so my aside would be that um, the kids, the kids absolutely and utterly loved, God bless them, their kids, they love playing whatever Wario game it is that has Fronks in it. Do you know what? Have you played the Fronks game? Oh, Game and Wario. Game and Wario has Fronks. Now, one quarter of Game and Wario is Fronks, where you have to use the Wii U controller to flick a Fronk, which you then float into place on a target. That's one quarter. I have never of tried Game and Wario. Is it that is one quarter of the game is is Fronks? Super Monkey Ball has that exact same game, but it is like one sixteenth of the game and it's so much more fun. It's so much more charming. You've got your monkeys, you've got your floating, you've got the everything's there in Super Monkey Ball, especially that game mode. Also, uh, to be fair, these mini games aren't just kind of throwaway mini games either. They go full hog at them. Like if you're playing Monkey Target, the flying one, there's wind you have to worry about. There are actual flight mm-hmm. physics. There's physics when you bounce and land. You have to worry. It's 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 a fully featured mini game. If I can, if that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, to you. It, it it is. It's 
it's incredible. So, Craig, uh, we both seem to like this game very much and recommend it to everybody and their grandmothers, because their grandmothers can probably oh, yes. play it. Would you say this deserves a perfect 10 from a couple episodes ago? Would you put this in a perfect 10? I, looking back at our perfect 10 episode, which I only recently edited, oddly enough, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, it's it's really ultra good. It's really, really now, ultra. I don't understand <laughs> how, of all the things that I've got in a PlayStation 4 remaster, a PS Store release, a PSN network rejiggering to make it work, I don't get how this, out of everything, hasn't got through the... Is it, is, it, is, it, is it on the eStore? Can you get it on, on, on the virtual console? No. Uh, you can't get GameCube games as it sits now. I don't know. They're talking about that on the Switch, so you might be able to in the future. I think if you got Super Monkey Ball 2 on the Switch, I might actually explode. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think, and I didn't mention this any other time we've spoken about this over the past wee while, but I think this might be the single best retro UN game we've ever played. Wow. Well, that's high praise. That's very high praise. Now, if I could, if, if I had one thing to complain about in this game, it would be that that camera can get a little wonky sometimes. But that's if I'm being a pedantic dick. You you live with that. It's things like that um, coin slot one. You have yeah. to line yourself up. And sometimes the camera drifts off. And sometimes if it, it gets too fixed on a certain point of view, you have to swing it back round. I totally get that. The eye just, it's the tiniest thing ever to look I always with. viewed the camera, let's say, wrangling, as almost mm-hmm. part of the challenge of the game. And oh, that's yeah, not to say yeah, it's bad yeah. at all. It's that if you try to do a 180 and turn around really quick, that camera won't necessarily swing around really fast. It, no, you kind of have to finagle it in. And it's beautiful the way it does it. It is. I really like it. So, mm-hmm. then Craig, have you played any other Monkey Ball games? Like, did you buy Banana Blitz? Did you play, oh, Super Monkey Ball Adventure? Did you play any of the other ones? I've played Banana Blitz. I've never played Adventure. I have played an absolute travesty of touch and roll. Ooh, lucky you. Uh, yeah, oh god, it's awful. It's it's absolutely awful. There's there's no point in beating around the bush here. Don't don't touch it. Don't touch and roll it. I don't know. <laughs> I um, I have always kind of put this in the same category as like uh Katamari Damashi, where it seems to be the this series that just exploded for a little while and then either nobody cared after that or the developer may have screwed up at some point. And now it's just dead. Yeah. Which is a shame. It is a shame. It is is a shame. Well. Is it a shame? Because it's really difficult to, it's difficult to contain how excited (laughs) I am about this game. Because it seems to be the perfect party game. It's got a solid single player. It's challenging. It's fun. It's charming. It's quick pick up and play. Exactly. It's it's got a quick pick up and play. You go and oh, I'm gonna go and do that. It's the kind of game that you get to a point where you're playing a level and you you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. 
it's frustrating the hell out of you, but you're loving it, and you put it down, you wake up the next morning, you pick it back up, you do the level first time, and you're like, oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> it's that exact game. Yeah, I love, I love, like, this might be, and this will be, might be a little controversial, I think this might be, along with, like, Yakuza, which, funny enough, because it's the same guy, might mm-hmm. be the best thing Sega ever did. Like, yeah, F-Zero I'm GX is good. <laughs> it's really good, but it ain't no Monkey Ball 2. <laughs> and and the weird thing is, it's not like Sega has forgotten about this either, because in Sonic and Sega Transformed and all that, they had Monkey Ball stuff in there. You know, they have the Vita game and everything, but they haven't really gone into it 100% like they did here. And I would really like to see them do that, uh, even if it's just the PSN Xbox Live game. Yeah, yeah, that I, I would so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe slap in some online leaderboards and call mm-hmm. it done. That's really all it needs. I can't even. I can't even begin to express how much I want more Super Monkey Ball. Or this, this is perfect. How many? How many worlds are there? Do you know how many worlds are? Uh, ten worlds. Oh, so there's ten worlds. And 10 levels, so there's 100. There's 100 in the main game. And I don't know if the adventure, like the story mode levels, are the same as the challenge mode levels. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are. Like, my gut reaction is to say no. Yeah. So, honestly, Dave, it's an absolute banger of a game. It's an absolute banger of a game. Well, I'm, I'm glad this could cheer you up from your, your Micro Machines funk. It really, see, it, it, like, obviously we've done, like, the two in fairly quick succession. Flippin' flip. Watch your language, Craig. Because I played Micro Machines. I, pl- I played Micro Machines when I was a kid. I played um, Super Monkey Ball 2 when I first met Laura. Laura won a GameCube, um, sticking her head into a bathtub of beans. <laughs> and she managed to find... She managed to find... In a nightclub, in a bathtub wow. of beans, she stuck her head in it and, and managed to find a key inside a bathtub of beans with her teeth. Hold on to that and woman, that's Craig. that's how we got a GameCube. Yeah, I know, I know. So we got a GameCube, and this is where, like, <laughs> this is this is where we got more GameCube, and Super Monkey Ball Two was one of the things that just. I'm for my. I remember, uh, I, I was working when I was sixteen, so I always had like pocket money to buy games, and it took me a few weeks to save up and buy a GameCube, and I bought a GameCube, and when I bought it, I bought you know the usual, you know, I got Luigi's Mansion, which fantastic. Um, which yeah. might be a retro rewind title in the future because I'm feeling the GameCube, man. Um, yeah, yeah. And I bought Met- Metroid Prime, which is yeah, it's okay. And then I bought Super Monkey Ball, and I didn't finish Luigi's Mansion or Metroid Prime for years because every time I booted up the GameCube, it was huh, could play some Monkey Ball. Uh huh. And and that's not to knock either two of those games because they are no God great no. games in their own right. But yeah, um, so we have let us say spooged all over this game enough. I'm gonna call it too close. Uh, now we've been a bit ambivalent, Craig, on how we feel about this. What do you think in terms of final thoughts? Well, I don't know. I don't know whether I'm gonna recommend it or not. <laughs> it's, it's a tricky one. I, f- I feel like over the episode we've flipped and flopped and we've done pros and cons and um yeah I'm I'm gonna say play play this and don't not play it. Strong words from a strong man. I 
okay, right. If if anyone is listening and anyone has has <laughs> not played this, you can download an emulator, you can download the ROM, and you can play it with whatever controller you want. And I can't think of anybody or any person type that would not love it. I don't... It's the one game in yeah. life that I think... Who wouldn't like? I could go and take it down to my my, my gran and go go balance this monkey out and go and get him through that hoop, and she'd be like, "Oh, yes, son, I'll do it. Do that." It's <laughs> it's like, who wouldn't love it? Who wouldn't love it? Well, uh, just just a quick Google for the sake of curiosity. Uh-huh. It's it got a nine out of ten from okay. IGN. So, so you know, it's it's got some pretty mm-hmm. good scores. And yeah, I was actually going to say, this is something that whenever I wanted to say liven up a family gathering, it would be something I'd bring out. And yes, even my grandparents would at least enjoy playing it and watching it. It really is a perfect game. It is. So if you haven't played it, seriously, give it a shot because you'll probably find a series you really enjoy. Okay. So in the end, surprise, surprise. We've decided that maybe, maybe you should give this a shot. Yeah. I would imagine there aren't too many people that had GameCubes that didn't try it because it was pretty big for a while. But if you are one of those people or you're young enough to where you didn't get to play it on the GameCube, who cares about buying a GameCube? Just have fun with the game, download an emulator, have fun with it. So, Craig, I believe you have the next pick. I do indeed. And continuing on, my trip down memory lane in which so far I have ruined Micro Machines I have chosen to play Jungle Strike for the Mega Drive Dun 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 It is a proper dun 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 moment because it's I I can only remember it being a great game. Alright so let's play a little game here Craig. Uh huh. Alright from from 1 to 10 what do you because you haven't played it right? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I haven't touched Okay. That. 1 to 10. What do you think you're going to come away saying? Uh, I think I'm going to come away saying uh, a fantastic game, great flight mechanics, quite a satisfying set of missions, uh, but it feels a tiny bit dated, and I would give it like 8 out of 10. So uh, of overall, 10. positive. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge my bets. I'm gonna say I'm gonna walk away with a six out of ten. And okay. since I have the memory of a goldfish, I'm gonna forget I said this. So you're gonna <laughs> have to check me on this. All right, that is it for us here at Bit Effect. If you'd like to get in contact with us, we do have a Gmail, a Twitter, a Facebook. Uh, leave a review on iTunes if you're feeling especially generous. And we will catch you next time. Say goodnight to the people, Craig. Good night. Good night. And unrelated to recording and uh, Jungle Strike ratings, I'm going to see 1 out of 10, 2 out of 10, 3 out of 10, <laughs> 4 out of 10, 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10, and 10 out of 10. Alright. Little did we know it's going to be a 0 out of 10. Mm-hmm.